Hello. It's Monday again. We've missed you and you've missed us. <laughs> Happy Monday. Happy Monday indeed. Or whatever day you're listening to this. Maybe people don't listen oh, to it on Monday. Oh, we better stop saying Happy Monday then. No. Happy whatever it is. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy days. <laughs> oh, happy days. Oh, happy days. <laughs> right, don't steal my career, please. Um, sorry. <laughs> um, so what are we talking about today? Um, I don't know. I thought you were going to ask me something. Why don't you ask me something? Oh, anything. Um, I thought an interesting topic would be to discuss uh, why do you think periods, menstruation is a taboo topic still and why is it something that, I don't know, fathers and daughters tend not to talk about lady problems? Ooh. Mm. Well, I automatically clam up because of taboo subject. Mm. Um very interesting question to which let's try and explore some answers. Um, why is it a taboo subject? Well, well, it shouldn't be a taboo subject, a taboo but subject. I mean, for some people, it's just uncomfortable to talk about. Um, and possibly uncomfortable to listen to as well. Um, uh, I've never been on that side, so I wouldn't see it as no. uncomfortable to listen to. But why would it be uncomfortable to listen to? Because you can't relate. Um, given that men never experience it, it may be very difficult for them to understand. They can be sympathetic, but it's something they're never, ever going to experience. That's not, I'm not in any way trying to make an excuse. I was just making the point that it can be uncomfortable in two directions, but it shouldn't be, you know, it, it, it's something that happens to women and therefore, it shouldn't be men shouldn't be excluded from that. I don't think. Mm. Yeah, I don't see why. I think, in a way, I I don't know, but I feel um, maybe people aren't educated enough on it, and maybe it makes them feel uncomfortable to hear about i think certainly men are not educated enough about it i mean obviously most men will know what menstruation is i sincerely hope um but i feel like i've had to explain to a few guys my age and be like what do you not understand mm. about ovulation and what what it actually is like they i don't possibly think they don't understand a lot it's just you know they don't have the basic biological knowledge mm. they're just like oh you just bleed and i'm like well not exactly mm. Like, do you not understand the biology behind it? And I'm sure there's girls that are not even educated enough. So maybe it should start in school and we should be educating both sexes more about this. And for that matter, there are, there are male things as well that, that women possibly don't know about. Yeah, I just think maybe actually it goes back to the education that maybe makes it feel like a taboo issue or a well, cultural I, I think thing. I think... You just mentioned the cultural thing quite rightly. I think particularly with menstruation, because of cultural issues, which are deeply embedded, um, mm -hmm. that again, it's something that is almost not spoken about. Yeah. Uh, and of course, menstruation was seen as... Um, 
dirty. Uh, yeah, dirty. It was a time when a woman was impure, hmm. um, uh, almost you know to the extent that she it could be excluded from society. I mean, um, I'm I've read that it still happens in some rural areas, but then again, at the same time, some other people, the other flip coin would be actually it's a cleansing time. You're getting rid of stuff rather mm. than actually being dirty, so you're cleansing your body. Your body has the power to regenerate cells and get rid of them at the same time. So, particularly with menstruation, yes, huge cultural hangovers, mm. which is possibly part of the part way of answering your question: Why is it not discussed? Um, but it raises a a, a a wider question, and that is why, you know, given that we're talking here about takeaway with your father. Why do daughters not talk about what you phrase as women problems with their fathers? It's only with their mothers, or I'm generalised, obviously, it's mm -hmm. um, but that tends to be the case. Yeah, unless there isn't a mother figure. So but is it has that something to be... that you feel uncomfortable talking to me about? Well, I don't think I've ever spoke about it until recently. No, we would never have had, like, I remember when I first got my period and mum said, oh, you should tell your dad. And I was like, eh, no. But, uh, well, let's just explore that. Why did you not want to? I don't know. I feel like I felt uncomfortable about it. It felt weird, mm. even though it probably shouldn't. And it's not that I was kind of... You might be worried what kind of reaction I might have. I don't know, it. but I don't think I was kind of... It's definitely, it's not like my family said, oh... This is something very private you shouldn't say, or it's weird and, you know, there's something wrong with you. That's not what I'm saying. But I think maybe somewhere from somewhere else subconsciously I got the idea that it's kind of like a secret. <laughs> mm. It doesn't concern, I don't know. It's clearly not just happening to you. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. But it's just, I don't know why it's such a kind of girl thing. It's like it kind of bonds us together. But do you think making it a girl thing actually, I'm, what I'm trying to say is that, does that actually make communicating worse, if you see what I mean? Um, I, and you said that um, you didn't want to talk about it because you saw it as maybe just a girl thing. But isn't that reinforcing the kind of taboo to a certain extent? Yeah, I think there's a lot of things that reinforce it. And I think you kind of, some of us grow out of it. I know that I did. So for example, you know, at school, all the girls like, if they are on their periods and they have to go change um, their sanitary products, you know, you kind of sneak it in your uh, pocket or take a bag with you or sneak it in your sleeve. I'm like, Almost pretending it's not happening. Yeah. And then after the same point, I was like, what's the point of this? Like, why is this sneaky behavior of like hiding a pad or a tampon? Like, it's a bit silly at this. Like, why? Again, because of the taboo around the whole subject. Yeah, but that's, that's what I'm that saying. That then there's these little behaviors that reinforce it that mm. I think some people then eventually grow out of. So, for example, I remember um, sometimes. I personally, I feel 
very bad on my period. I get really bad pain. I feel ill. Sometimes I feel queasy. Uh, I have headaches. Like I just can't function sometimes. And I think I had work and I was like, I don't know what to say because I think they won't take me seriously if I say I've got my period and I just really can't work tonight. Mm. But why is that a thing? Why is it a thing? Because or I can't come into school because of this, but it's not considered a because valid... It's, because it's somehow, you're right, it's not seen as a, somehow a valid medical excuse. Yeah, whereas like if someone has a genuine migraine problems, say. yeah, like migraines, vomiting, uh, girls that have endometriosis might have severe cramps that, you know, some people have major, major issues, yet is somehow not a good enough excuse for things. Mm. Um, I remember I talked with one teacher and I said, oh, if my recital is on my period, I just won't be able to do it. I just don't see how I'll physically be able to do it because even if I take painkillers, then my whole body kind of goes numb and I can't breathe properly and I don't have breath control and whatever. And she said, oh... um." we'll have to say you're sick, we'll figure it out. I'm like, so this isn't a good enough excuse to say that, hey, I'm in a lot of pain. Well, and that's the whole point. It's not seen as sickness somehow mm. because I think it happens by definition every month uh, and it happens you know, universally to you, females of a certain age between the uh, menarche and menopause. Um it somehow is seen as well. That's just part of your everyday life. It's not. It's not a. It's your job to deal with it. Yeah. And I'm not saying that. I'm not trying to reinforce the idea that um, periods are a sickness, and that females or people that experience periods can't do stuff because they're on the period. I'm just saying that it can happen. That Ooh. sometimes, sometimes I might feel fine and I might be able to run a marathon. And sometimes you're like, "Ha! I can do what you can do whilst bleeding." <laughs> you know, try catch me now. And sometimes it's sometimes physically impossible because of the side effects. So it can be both ways. Um, but yeah, people are like, it's not an excuse. It's natural. I understand it's natural and you kind of learn to deal with it. But then again, why should I have to, why can't I use it as an excuse if it is how I'm feeling? if that makes sense. Uh, no, it makes perfect sense. And I think one of the reasons you can't use it as an excuse is because of the male-dominated world in which we live, where it's just not taken seriously. Mm. Um, so, yeah, yeah, but I don't know. For example, how would you feel, say, if you were an employer and someone that works for you came and said, I'm going to have to leave because I feel unwell and you said you look fine what's going on if you were to question them and they say oh I've just got my period I have to go home before you know I know my body I know how I react I'm just not going to be able to stay here would that make you feel uncomfortable um no and it's happened to me before as an employer um 
you, you have to be sympathetic and you have to look after the well-being of your staff or those that work closely with you uh, if you're a line manager or something like that um, it, this is where I think there is a difficulty because obviously as a male you have no comprehension of what that individual may be going through mm. you know, something that you've never experienced yourself and never will experience yourself uh, and possibly know very little about Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where I think people think, oh, oh you mean you've got a stomachache? Mm. And, and have no comprehension. It's like, um, so males need to be better educated in this. Yeah. I don't know if, I, is it worth getting into the, um, uh, I think I told you this, but I don't think I said it on the pod about um i was reading a bunch about the pill and hormones and stuff and they basically said that um i think it was recently uh they were doing research for an injectable male contraceptive and the side effects are the same as the female contraceptive if not some may argue lesser and uh, I think I want to say about six people out of however I don't have the numbers in front of me but basically very few participants complained about the side effects they said this is way too much Um, and they cancelled the whole research cancelled didn't try to you know uh, work on it even though it was 96% effective if not more, I can't remember the numbers, I'm not good with numbers, Um, rather than, you know, being like, okay, let's investigate more, this is what research is for, right, like investigating further into the side effects and the effectiveness, whereas the female contraceptive was done years and years and years ago, Uh, I want to say over 20% complained about the same side effects, yet it's widely available, hasn't really been modified to address said side effects. And I believe two women that participated in the studies passed away, um, which could just be correlation. But um, yeah, and there's been, if you look up the numerous, numerous problems with female contraceptives and how they're not being addressed or you're not being informed about them it's actually quite shocking and I was interested to kind of see like okay but why are these side effects okay for women to experience but not but intolerable for men so uh, we we talked about cultural perceptions and the importance of cultural perceptions in relation to menstruation earlier on and I think this is all about cultural perception as well. Um, again, I generalise, but certainly within the society in which we live, I fear, I don't can't say this for sure, but I fear that contraception is often seen as, quotes the women's problem. Mm. It's almost up to it. The women have to somehow got stop themselves getting pregnant. It's their problem if it, they know, get pregnant. I mean. it's, as, it's as though w- men have pushed this problem if it mm. is a problem, 
uh, and that's debatable, on to women and disown that problem. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, is a fundamentally at the root of what you're talking about. It's, it's not seen as a male problem. Yeah, or some would argue that it's not seen as medically important to care about female issues, if that makes sense. I'm not so sure about that. I think it's more about the fact that it's women who, by definition, give birth, and therefore contraception is seen from a female perspective, it's about stopping giving birth, if you see what I mean. And in that sense, men have pushed the ownership of that onto women, whereas, of course, by definition, it is actually it should be a jointly owned issue. But I would argue the difference is um, the female contraceptive isn't only used as a contraceptive. It's used as medication to address a lot of issues. I appreciate that. So I think a lot of women, a larger amount of women, actually take it to address issues rather than contraception. True, but you raise the issue of of, uh, essentially there being a chemical, uh, whether it's taken by injection or whatever, but a chemical version of a contraceptive device for men, essentially to presumably to stop their sperm yeah. production or whatever it might be. Uh, I'm guessing here because I have not read the research in the way that you have. Um, so that clearly is about contraception. It's not about um, yeah. presumably having an effect on other male health issues. Yeah, because one would kind of assume that it's easier um, to for the yeah it's easier for the men in a certain extent to not be effective (laughs) i don't know how to say it uh you mean for them to be made infertile yeah um yeah and i think one of the problems is and this is why men have pushed the problem onto women is that Again, it's about gender stereotypes, and here again, I generalise. Well, if you think of um, okay, this this particular contraception, chemical conscious, male contraception, isn't available, arguably, unfortunately. But if you so, if you think, well, what are the alternatives for men? There are principally three, I guess: uh, condom, which we all know, which is probably the most widely used male form of contraception. Um, they can, of course, have what they call the snip. Um, a vasectomy. A vasectomy. Isn't a vasectomy reversible? Uh, I actually have no idea. I believe it is. So I'm what's the big deal? Sure. Why can't you just have a reversible vasectomy? I don't know. We need to go away. And, and I ought to know. And again, that shows my ignorance. Um, so you've got uh, essentially some form of barrier, a sheaf, a condom, You've got a vasectomy, and of course the other one is withdrawal. Mm-hmm. Um, and the trouble is that all of them, um, men may see this as demeaning in some way. You know, like, mm. oh well, you know, I'm not having proper sex if I'm having to wear this bloody thing. Or I, I'm not going to you the know. doctor for a vasectomy. Yeah. Or I'm not going to have a doc. I'm, not, you know, I'm not having a doctor. You know. Um, you know, playing around with my testicles or whatever. But it's okay for a woman to go and get the coil inserted or whatever. that's what I mean. It's this male 
um, uh, perception of their bodies and what is appropriate for them, and uh, and they they push this problem onto women, which. Uh, you know, men have to hold their hands up and say hang on a minute this just isn't right mm. yeah and even if you look at condom wearing particularly in certain countries around the world condom wearing it took something like the aids crisis to get people to to get people to even to get men to even wear condoms because this was like oh my god you know i'm i'm not a real man if i'm having to use one of these protection yeah. hmm. so do you think maybe we don't talk about that enough i'm sure we don't talk about it enough and but I, that's not a men and issue. i've never had yeah i've never had a conversation in all my life really with male friends and colleagues certainly i would never have had it with my father uh about male contraception i mean yeah you, you might joke like sort of like oh got some jollies on you or something like that and you see jokes in on television programs and what have you around jollies so they're almost seen as as a um a symbol of fun mm. no i think people don't i know people my age i feel like some people take it seriously either because they've heard stories of people close to them. Right. Like problems or someone's got an STD or an STI or someone did have an accidental pregnancy or whatever and then they kind of like, oh, okay. It's more common than I thought, mm. if that makes sense. I don't know. Um, but I feel like we're kind of tracking away from periods. Uh, yeah, no, but we are... You're right, but you you started also then going on about contraception, and uh, uh, the commonality here is that in both instances, I think there is a failure um, because of males' lack of information and, for that matter, interest in these subject matters. Mm. Yeah, which doesn't really make sense. Well, it makes a lot of sense. It's all culturally constrained it's culturally constructed yeah the mystery of the vagina it's just a mystery it's a mystery it's weird how it's like yeah it is this kind of like secretive i don't know um well uh, secretive to whom i mean hopefully not secretive to women and they've all got one uh you'd be surprised well I, tell me about it well obviously the say anyone's genital organs are different from everyone's genital organs and i think uh there's this perception of how uh female genital organs should look like and you know oh. some girls growing up theirs don't look like that so they're like oh there must be something wrong with mine or mine's not beautiful, mine's ugly, mine's this. So there's a concept of what is a beautiful vagina. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you look in most biology books at school and stuff, they're portrayed only in one way, I would argue. That's probably the same for penises as well. Yeah, probably. But I feel like vaginas but, are a bit more complicated. Um... Maybe, different. I don't know. But they can vary a bit more, I don't know. Um, 
But again, I don't think men really talk to other men about their penises. That's yeah, so again, subject. some guy might be like, is this normal? I don't know if this is normal or it isn't. Yeah, every man likes to think that they have the ultimate penis. Um, but you know, it's not as though maybe some schoolboys compare theirs, you know, in the changing room, I don't know, but um, not a lot of that went on when I was at school and I went to all boys' schools. Um, but um, No, but for example, someone who's been circumcised might not know what being uncircumcised is like and vice well, versa. Of course they don't. So it's the kind of same idea that <clears throat> some girls, I don't know, may have a different looking vulva or labia or whatever, but because in school books they only see it a certain one way, they're like, oh, what's wrong with mine? So I don't know if school books show circumcised or uncircumcised It's just a conversation penises. that you'd ever have with other women growing up or girls growing up. Uh, Not until, no. But that's the whole point. It's kind of like a secretive thing of like, is something wrong with mine? Mine doesn't look like that. But I think, thinking about it, I think men, well, certainly boys probably think that about their penises as well. They assume, or they hope, that you know, whatever they've got is normal, or actually probably better than normal, however one defines that. Mm. Um, but at the end of the day, they've got nothing to really compare it to. I think it's just a thing in general, but I don't know. I feel like we've kind of gone off topic. I don't know what well, the topic was. Well, it's an interesting, <laughs> um, interesting topic. At least I thought it was interesting. Never um, really thought about it before. So, I don't know. So, let's go back. So, the the topic was, well, I asked you, did you feel uncomfortable talking to me as your father about women's problems? I definitely would. When I was younger, I feel like at this point it's been going on for so long that I'm kind of fed up of, you know, trying to hide it or not discuss it and what have you. You mean the hormone? Well, Sorry, you said it's been going on so long. What, what's the it? Having a period. Oh, having a period? Yeah. Well, so. <laughs> well, yeah, it has been going on for quite a while, yes. Um. So, yeah, but I feel like if it was the, some of the first few years, because I know... I know there was times when, I don't know, say I'd um, uh, get blood on the bed sheets or something and I'd, I would never tell you, I'd feel so embarrassed and I just wouldn't know what to do with myself. Or if I got my period, which is one thing that happens in this bloody country, I don't know why some people don't have bins in their bathrooms. So you end up, you know, you want to change your sanitary products and you're just there like what am I meant to do with this there's no bin and it's very uncomfortable uh, to kind of have to think oh my god what's my escape strategy you go into a male household yeah male households there. don't have bins I think I've always had a bin in my bathroom well maybe you do but some people don't so it's kind of an uncomfortable yeah yeah so you have to like roll it up in a tissue and put it in your pocket or something yeah and it, which is uncomfortable but I wouldn't be like dad I have something I need to throw out I can't find a bin Yes. It would be like my own secret. Yes, because again, you're just... Or if I got my period somewhere in public and I didn't have anything with me, which I know has happened, I would never be like, um, can, can we... Can we find a shop? 
Yeah, and I remember when I was younger, I used to even be shy if I were coming over to the UK. I would already have my pads or whatever in my bag ready to go. Just so you'd never get caught. So I'd never have to go to the store with you. Right, in case I had, yeah, I see what you mean, yeah. That would be absolutely, yeah, no, no, no. Like that was embarrassing, which doesn't make sense. Well, again, it's just culturally constrained. It's culturally um, constructed. Mm. Um, um, but it's funny now, uh, I remember a few years ago, sometimes, you know, friends or boyfriends will go to the shop and they're like, do you need anything? But, um, could you get me some tampons, please? And it's kind of interesting to see how they react. Right. Because um, some of them have well, siblings. Well, also have variations. Yeah, and they're like, uh... So, um, which ones? Uh, and it's quite funny, but also I'm like, you can tell the that it's embarrassing. Like, why is this? Em- it shouldn't be embarrassing. Like, I understand why you feel this way because I know that I felt this way until a certain age. Even going down the kind of tampon pad aisle and looking, and mm. if anyone saw you there, oh my god, yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, yes. All right, I'm just looking for a friend. Uh, not for me. Not for me. No. Of yeah. Course not. So it's just kind of silly why it is that way. Mm. Um, but maybe it's because you weren't like... But it's also kind of strange looking at it the other way around. That, and I understand why you would be nervous But why wouldn't shy. you, for example, ask and say, so do you need anything? Any pads, tampons? <laughs> It wouldn't be in that, you wouldn't ever no, say that. I, no, you're right. And there's almost. Because then a, I might feel again, more comfortable and be like, yes, please. But again, please. it's because men put this on women. It's just like, oh, this has nothing to do with me. This is, this is, this is part of the female's um, realm. This is part of the female's sphere. And somehow we project it on you. It's not for me. Um, and you're right to raise that. But I, I was going to say, it's also interesting looking at the other way around about how you were. Um, nervous, embarrassed, whatever, about saying, oh, by the way, Dad, you know, it's my period, until you are 22. And it's like, oh, my God. You mean all of these years um, you've never had a period? You know, it's almost, well, I, I clearly know that you you must be having periods. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that's about. I do know the most embarrassing thing. Actually, there's there's always embarrassing things with your period. Let's just, maybe it shouldn't be embarrassing. And I really appreciate people that try and make you feel less embarrassed. Because it is quite, you know, you feel quite embarrassed if you get stains and what have you, if you bleed. And I really appreciate, and I'm sure a lot of people do, when someone tries to like, be like, why are you embarrassed? There's literally nothing to be... You couldn't control it. You didn't no, purposely no, no. sit here It's not as though you were wanting. lying in bed thinking, bleed, bleed, I want to... Yeah, it's not like you came to shit on my sheets on purpose. Like, it was... You clearly didn't mean for this to happen. Um, But I remember... <laughs> one time, uh, we were staying at one of your friend's house and I got my period in the night and I got the sheets really dirty and I just didn't know how to say it 
I didn't have the heart to, and I never said anything and just left. Really? And I just, because it was something that's like, it was, I think one of the, if not the first year, like beginning of having a period and be dealing with this. Whereas I feel like now if it happened, I'm like, oh my God, let me just wash it. Like I know how to get it out. Don't worry. Whereas at the time I just couldn't even fathom that I'd have to speak to them and be like, yeah, yeah. listen. And ultimately I probably made it worse because. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually I remember um, you've triggered a memory with me now and I may have been misremembering this, but I seem to remember there was a time when you came over to stay uh, and actually, I think uh, it wasn't here. It was in the uh, previous house. And you clearly had bled during the night. Not massively, but you clearly bled during the night. Um, and you hadn't told me. And I only discovered it when I went to change the sheets some days later. Mm. And I thought my initial reaction wasn't like, Oh my God, what's this? You know, my, my, my daughter's having a period. How terrible is that? My initial reaction is, why didn't she tell me? I could have, I could have washed soaked, it immediately. I could have, I could have washed it, it immediately. Exactly. Now it's been dried. You know, it's dried and I've got to. I know that's what I mean, that then it's actually worse because then it's harder to get out, if that yeah. makes sense. So I just remember that and I was just horrified at the time. Um, and I just couldn't tell you or your friend's house that we were staying in because I was like, this is just, I'd rather, I, I just couldn't deal with it. It was just unbearable to deal with when it's just. So we, we really ought to do something to raise awareness about this. Yeah, I guess. Because it shouldn't be a taboo subject. I mean, it happens to you every month. Yeah, I mean, kids piss themselves. Oh, I pissed myself when I was a child once, and I'm still embarrassed about that to this day. <laughs> I pissed myself in front of loads of other people. Seriously. I pissed myself in the supermarket. Oh, I know you did. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, I, yeah, I, I think I was when I did this. I was so embarrassed. I ran home, and it's it's actually it's very similar. What I did. Um, is that uh, I, I basically had wet trousers and pants and I took them off and hid them. Yeah. Because I was so embarrassed. I didn't want my mother to, to find them. Mm. So, uh, what's the deal? <laughs> I don't know. We've moved, we've moved, <laughs> we've we've moved on from periods to pissing our pants. To contraceptives, to, to penises, to I think, vaginas. I think to, what we're saying about this... I the, think there's the a lot of topics that haven't been discussed and are taboo. Well, you just said what I was about to say is that the, the common subject, that the, the common theme running through this particular podcast is that they're taboo subjects and they're taboo between genders and between generations. And we've got to break down those barriers. Mm. Indeed. And it takes both sides, I think, to be honest. Oh, yeah. It, it, it requires men to take more responsibility and therefore help women to be less embarrassed about certain things. Mm. Or to understand. Just yeah, be like, I, I don't understand what a period is. Could you explain it to me, please? Yeah. 
what is the deal with this? Or I don't understand how the contraceptive works. Can you explain this to me? Um, and maybe, again, I'm not trying to put blame on somebody. Uh, it might sound as though I am. We both need to be better educated. So nobody has ever told me really what a period is, if you see what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't educated about that at school. My mother never mentioned it. My father never mentioned it. Which would also mean that then you as a father didn't have information to give to your daughter, Well, which is problematic. And obviously... If I got my first period while I was living with you, you would have to be the one to deal with it. And, and, I, you, and I think I could, have, I could have dealt with it, but that's only because I've learned from them, from having girlfriends and stuff, you know, yeah. Obviously, your mother. Um, um, so it's through my relationships with other women that I've learned about it. But that's not the way you should learn about it, I don't think. No, not necessarily. And I do think, and I think, um, I'm curious, because there's clearly going to be fathers that have daughters without any maternal figures. And I wonder if how they feel about talking about it if they've kind of grown out of that stage of embarrassment because like well it's my job as a parent regardless whether I'm male or not and I don't understand it I'm here to tell you what it's about and be here and make you feel safe or whatever well and and contraception as well yeah um I think we should gradually wrap up but basically there's a lot of um topics which were discussed and I don't know if we should um, pick them apart further in other episodes more specifically. I I think also just to finish maybe on this note unless you want to say anything further is that we touched on some very sensitive uh, issues for men and for women. Uh, And non-binary people. Not all people that have periods are women. Sorry we've been saying women, women, women but it doesn't necessarily mean that you identify as a woman just because you're having a period. Just to put that out there. Yeah. I was meaning in a biological sense. Mm -hmm. Um, um, It's that um, we've had um, questions from listeners before, and if you've got questions about this, then um, do feel free to ask them, and we will very sensitively try and address them. Mm. Yeah. Um, So I think, yeah, I think it's just, like, an awkward I don't know why it's awkward. it's one of those topics where again it's like why is it awkward to talk about with your dad or with a man kind of same but that thing. also makes it a good conversation for this podcast yeah that's why I kind of wanted to open it up mm. um so yeah also I'd be curious to see when did if you're a fem uh, if you are a menstruating listener who explained to you what periods are? Your dad or your mum? Oh, I bet 90 plus percent mother. Mm, do you think so? Absolutely. Hmm. I bet even, I'm guessing I have no basis of evidence whatsoever, entirely guessing. I bet even if you are a daughter brought up by a single father, the father probably finds a woman, a female friend to talk to them about it. I'm mm. guessing. It's it's part of the taboo. Mm. Well, 
we're gonna try and break that i'd be interested to maybe dissect these issues because i feel like we kind of touched on stuff but mm. some of it you can go very deeply into um because we kind of talked about periods contraception blah blah, blah 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 um so if you're interested in hearing more and obviously maybe with more actual facts uh or yeah yeah just let us know if you're interested in this um maybe you feel awkward listening to it again let us know if you do mm. so anyway i uh, hope you enjoyed this it's not the easiest subject to talk about as you will have gathered but it's still important to con- talk about it you shouldn't di- di- dodge the issue mm. yeah right